Trevor is back. Yo, we barely talked. You've just been straight to work. I've been straight to work since you got here. How's life, yeah, man? Yeah, we're, cra- we're cranking the tunes, man. We're exactly. cranking the tunes. A little Sharuk. A hey. little, little Boslin. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how you say it. Boslin, man. Shout out to the city of Vancouver. Vancouver's Real got talk. some great hip-hop, man. Speak, speaking of hip-hop, you know who I saw at a festival in Australia? I don't know if you're a fan, but Tyler, the oh, creator. Yeah. yeah, you told me Tyler, that you were going to that show. How, how was that? It, it was... It, okay, here's what... I didn't mind Tyler the Creator. He wasn't my favorite act there, but he did something that I wasn't a huge fan of. Basically, for the first song, he wore this like short blonde wig, like sixty yeah. style, and just stood there for four minutes. And he was wearing this powder blue suit and the wig, and he just stood there and let the song play for like four minutes. His alter ego, anything. man. His alter ego. Yeah, I, I guess it was cool. What's I, that song called? I don't know. I'm not the biggest Tyler the Creator fan or fanatic. Like, I don't mind him, but. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Yo, he's just another reminder. You just got to be yourself if you want to be successful in life. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, right here, right? That's probably the one. Yeah, there you go. Off the song <laughs> called Earthquake. I wonder if Igor is his alter ego. I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, I think a lot of uh, musical artists have alter egos. <laughs> this is going to sound kind of lame, but shout out to Chris Faber, his favorite artist, Katy Perry. Apparently she That's like, his favorite artist? I know. I talked with him on the podcast before about how much he loves Katy Perry. Guy's hey. got no shame. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm not I'm not hating. I actually sang a Katy Perry song in front of my grade 10 French class. No, grade 9 French class. Oh, did you sing it in I think French? It was, I think it was Teenage Dream. No, I didn't want to do a project. Oh, no. It was right. It was in French. She's like, you don't have to do it if you do something else. And I'm like, yo, can I sing this song in French? She's like, okay, sure. And it was a hot and cold. Wow. So it'd be like, it'll fit... I don't know, man. But that song's a good song. Hot in your cold. Yeah, hey, there you go, man. Trevor's back from Australia. We're going to talk about all that shit and some hockey. Well, we'll talk about some hockey. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, what's the show called again? Silky and Filthy. Oh, Let's go, shit. Happy fucking New Year, all you silky studs. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. Welcome to another episode of Silky and Filthy, part of the Nux Misconduct Network, which now has four shows. Four shows. Four shows. Four shows. Holy crap. What's happening, man? Unbelievable. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Nick Bondi. He's done a couple episodes of Power of the Towel. Yes. Had some great guests on. Had yes. some great conversations. Had some beautiful bodies in this studio here in Burnaby, British Beautiful Columbia. Beautiful bodies, yes. Faber has a nice body. Quadrelli has a nice body. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I know Rob the hockey guy very well, hey, man. He's, he has a uh, nice body. He's got some arms. He's got hey, some arms man. there. Body sure. positivity, yo. Yeah, I know. You're Real all, talk. You're on that train. I hear that you've done nothing but uh, hit the gym since 2020 rolled around. Yo, I told you. I'm about my word, yo. 2020 is the year for love. And, you know, I just want to feel myself, feel healthy, feel a little bit more sexy. And get out there, yo. Ladies, if you're listening to this and you want a man... Who knows bullshit and some puck talk? I'm your fucking man, and I'm getting sexier. Been been to the gym every day starting January third, but two days. So what is that? That's like sixteen of the last eighteen days. That's incredible, man. That's impressive. You know what? I'm gonna give myself a round of applause. Hey, it is what it is. You know. You it, know what? You've you've gone to the gym all but two days. I guess being on vacation, I've. Well, I've had two days without drinking alcohol this month. Congratulations, give me, yo. Where's my round of applause, okay, man? Come on. Okay, okay, okay. We'll give you one too, bad. 
All right, so tell us what you've been drinking, though. Like, what, what's the drink of choice in Australia? Obviously, the culture is not that much different from what we have here in the West. So I, I'm not expecting anything exotic when it comes to drink of choice. But was there anything interesting? Yeah, I'll give you something different. It's it's really big down there, actually. But uh, it's an espresso martini. What? Yeah, it's it's huge. It's in every bar. I try. I only got. I only kind of caught on with the trend in the last few days of the trip. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically like a mix of uh, like coffee and and I guess vodka or something. I'm not even really sure. That sounds nasty. It's delicious though. It's what? so good. Yeah, it's amazing, man. I was I was thoroughly impressed. And like the nice bars, they put the little coffee beans on top. Ooh. Got a little got a little fizz at the top of the drink. Oh man, I Yo, could, I could presentation right is everything, right? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it is. Definitely, it's crazy. It's crazy. My homie one time, kind of a similar mixture when we were 15 years old we went up to uh, to some resort on some mountain for his birthday his 15th birthday and yeah we, we had some drinks you know being fucking idiots at a young age and this dude being an immature drinker once again a young drinker was drinking chocolate milk with vodka oh but Jesus you're telling me this espresso Christ. and vodka is good like Oh, Maybe. it's delicious. Like, you you wouldn't really know it. It might not even be vodka. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's vodka because most martinis tend to have vodka, mm -hmm. I, I think. I'm not I a cocktail expert. I don't think but. I've ever had a martini. Really? Nothing against them. I just don't think I've ever had one. Maybe February 1st when you're done your little dry streak, we'll go for we'll go for hey, a nice martini. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of that blunt and only that blunt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You go for your, you go for the blunt first, man. You okay. got to do you. Okay. That's fine, man. Can't wait to listen to some music, Walk the Dog. It's going to be a great hey, time. It I know. Is, it is. You got to work. So you've been working on the gym game so far. Mm -hmm. Been getting better at that. Mm -hmm. I got to work on my hockey game again because I've been away for a few weeks. Trust me, I watched... I watched all the Canuck highlights except for two games. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, Damn. I got, got it. Got, had to. I had to keep up, man. Had your to keep boys, up. your city, right? Yeah, exactly. Had to know Shit. what was going on. It's funny. So usually you have the app on your phone. Yeah. So you know the score before you watch the highlights. So the one game I didn't know ahead of time was Vancouver and Tampa Bay. Oh man. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting to see these highlights. Seven game winning streak on the line. And, and, and yeah, that was both that was teams. Unfortunate. Both teams. <laughs> yeah, had I know. Yeah. Seven game winning streaks. Yo, how about Tampa Bay? They oh, turned it around. Incredible, man. I, I don't think anyone should be that surprised, though. I mean, they had their roster to get it done. Um, even though they started the season kind of mediocre, I think 17, 13, and 4 was kind of the big thing is, oh, no, like what's going to happen with Tampa Bay? But, yeah, like you said, they rattled off at least eight wins in a row. I'm not quite sure what's happened since then. I see here on the screen that you got a uh, 1-7-1 victory. Uh, for man. the Tampa Bay Lightning a couple days back. so Again, yeah, yeah. they've just been scoring goals. They're a strong team, man. They're a strong team. But um, how about we do this, man? I'm, I'm going to go over maybe some of the five things I've learned since the 2020 calendar is flipped. Okay. Um, and, and maybe we'll talk about uh, maybe one team from the Atlantic yeah, Division. Yeah, I fuck with Trevor, point. man. This guy's been away. You know, I could have done all the producing for the show today, done some work. But, yo, this is Silky and Filthy. Trevor does most of the work. I'm just here for the, the color commentary, no pun intended. But, hey, I'm excited, man. Hey, I missed you, bro. I fucking missed you, man. Hey, you know what? It's going to be a, a good episode. I can't say I've done as much production as I usually do. But how about this? I think we've done this once before. Okay. But I'm going to give you three questions you can ask me about Australia. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, and, we, uh, did it. we did it vice versa. We did. Oh, you, I, yeah, you, yeah. you a genius, yeah. bro. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, I'll let your martini questions or your uh, alcohol questions slip by. So okay, you, cool. you get three more at any point. You cut me off whenever you want to, man. Whenever you got something on okay. your mind. Okay. 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 Well, I'm just going to go at it. Uh, the five realizations that I've had in the NHL in the 2020 calendar year. And I'm going to Vancouver for the first one because I came home and I felt like I was on a different fucking planet hey. because what's going on? Everybody loves Louis Erickson now. Yeah, it's such bullshit, bro. I feel like that's a bit of an exaggeration. I no, it's not an exaggeration. It's it can't just, be true. 
What's happened? I don't know, man. He scores a couple empty net goals and everyone falls in love with him again? I don't know, man. Honestly, maybe it's one of these things in this market where since everyone is, well, not everyone, most of the market is full of some sort of hate and pessimism that anytime they are quote-unquote wrong or someone like Louis Erickson proves them wrong, they just get behind it. Become The person becomes, what, a folk story for a bit. They just want to be positive. And Louis Erickson, one of the worst contracts in the NHL, Oh man, one of the, I, I still believe he's one of the worst players in the NHL as well. Like he doesn't do much, and he doesn't have to do a lot to help his cause in this city. That may sound harsh, but let's be real, yo. Let's be real. Louis Erickson in that contract, it's still so bad, so 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 bad. And we're about to see it, man. When, when this team that is on the rise is going to start losing players like Chris Tanev, when they're when there is a chance that they won't be able to sign Jacob Markstrom to the money that he may want and deserve because of guys like Louis Erickson, then I want to, I want to see all those tweets about Erickson. Real talk. Real yeah. Talk. I, 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 I get this. No, I shouldn't say sinking feeling, but I get the feeling that this is just going to be a flash in the pan. And it by, has to be. By the time April comes around, we're going to be like, damn, remember when everyone fell in love with Erickson for a couple weeks there? Remember yeah, when we lost our be. minds? It has to be. I, I get it. You want to be a little bit happy, make a joke out of something. It is what it is. But Brock Besser, who was ranked in the top 50 when it comes to the top 50 NHL players that TSM, TSM put, together, yeah. to put together for the halfway mark or whatever, Brock Besser was on that list. He was the third Canuck to make the list. And he's playing on the third line because Louis Erickson, he's viral. He's trending. Oh, Green reads the tweets, you know? Makes no sense. What's Yo, going on? Hey, What man. happened? I mean, they're winning games, and, and that's fine. Yeah, and all, that, but that's, that's it right there. Look at these headlines. Louis Erickson's startling turnaround. Oh, finally startling? Puts startling? Startling turnaround. This is oh the headline, man. Oh, my God, yo. Who wrote this? That was Ian McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What a happy dude. What a positive dude, I, th I thought I was a positive dude. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> yo, straight up. Startling? Oh, I've watched wait. the games, bro. Again, he doesn't have to do much in order for, for him to go viral in the happy department on things like twitter and the canuck universe but yo he hasn't done much i don't really notice him that much yo real talk it is what it is though look the team is winning they're playing better i don't know man i don't know it he, is what it is he's the invisible man is he even playing on the penalty kill right now he is yeah he's playing yeah. penalty kill he is he's yeah. still up there is that, that going okay for him yeah he's doing okay man louis erickson he's just there and, and people people want to say things like oh why don't you just take the contract out of the way and and just look at how he's gotten better. And he's finally doing something. Yo, I don't give a fuck. I don't have the best vision. I know I need glasses on all the time. I'm never, yes, never looking at Louis Erickson without that contract. I'm never. That's not going to happen. It's sports. It's my city. That contract sucks. It's bad. Really bad. Yeah, it's absolutely brutal. I mean, you you can't ignore it. And, and some people might want to say, can't. You oh, can't. what's done is done. If, yeah, yeah, fuck that, man. He's making what's $6 million. What's done is done, and, and what's sucks. done is fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Louis Erickson, do your thing. Whatever, man. Help. If, I don't know. Anyone could do what Louis Erickson is doing. I swear to God, if you put Tyler Mott on that line, he would do the same shit, if not better. Real talk. That's just a fact. You'll put Tim Schaller with Bo Horvat and Tanner Pearson. Yo, the re real thing is... Is it's about Tanner Pearson. He's proved everyone wrong, including myself. For sure, yeah. He's been the Canucks' leading point getter in what the last 25, 26 games. It's that's been that long. That's crazy, bro. No Just way. Just to think, I swear on my life. Like I think a couple games ago, there was a stat that came out and it talked about how Tanner Pearson through twenty three games was leading the team in points. Holy shit! 
Yeah. I know so, him and Bo have been like the top yeah. two leading scorers in January. Yeah. But yeah, that's that it blows my mind a little bit. Speaking of Louis Erickson, I think David Backus just got waived, right? Or he got sent down, or something oh, happened. Really? I I didn't even know he's still in the well, NHL. That, well, that whole that exactly <laughs> that whole what 2016 free agent free agent class. Louis Erickson was it 20, 2016? That was the one. Louis Erickson, Oposo, yeah. Backus, Andrew Lad. Ladd. Yeah, man. Franz Nielsen. Man, oh man, dude. I, I believe he David Backus. Something happened to him. Was wait? Yeah, he did get waived. David Backus, and, and sooner or later, Louis Erickson should get waived too. I thought it was. I thought it would have come by now, and I think ninety-five percent of Canucks Nation probably would have expected the same thing. I mean, do you feel bad at all that maybe you don't care? Do you feel bad at all that Louis Erickson's on the second line and guys like Sven Berchi and Nikolai Goldobin are in the minors? No, man. Because that matters. I feel bad for Brock Besser, yo. Yeah, no, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. Real talk. Real talk. I guess winning it does cover up everything. And at the end of the day, I'm just some fucking Findian talking about hockey. I don't know shit. I've never played the game. I've never coached the game of hockey. Well, I've coached some ball hockey in my life. I won a couple championships, not going to lie. Real talk. Maybe I do know something. But Brock Besser playing on your third line when Louis Erickson is replaced. Yo, I just, I don't fuck with that. I really don't, man. I don't. But the team's winning, right? The team is winning. All right, all right. I I learned a couple other things, all right? I'm going to stick with the Canucks because that's mainly what I did was watch Canuck highlights, read the odd story here and there. But Jake Vertanen mm. seems to have finally made it. And I know there's some numbers out there that suggest that he's been a bit lucky. Uh, I think there's one stat. I know you want to want a fancy stat. Do you know about go ahead, indi- no, go ahead, go ahead. Do you know about individual points percentage? No, what the hell is that, dude? Individual points percentage is the <laughs> amount of points a player uh gets while he's on the ice with his team. So I think Jake Vertanen is sitting at like 95% or something like that like that right now. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You're confusing it's the saying, fuck out it's of saying me. saying he's lucky. Like good forwards usually get about, I think it's 70 to 80% of the points. But don't you have to be good to be lucky? You do. But he's bordering on like extremely lucky right now. Yeah. But that's one stat. When I look at his shooting percentage, he's shooting at 14% on the season. That's above his career average, but it's doable. You think so? Yeah. 14% for Jake Vertanen is doable? Hey, Maybe it's a bit high, but it's not unreal. It's not through the moon. You're not talking about a guy shooting 20%, you know? Yeah. Okay, honestly, I, I can't talk about this subject too much because if I do, it will sound like the ultimate, yes, ultimate contradiction because in the past, I've talked so much shit about Jake Vertanen because he wasn't doing anything here. There were so many games and so many long stretches. I'm talking stretches of, what, 40 games that this guy would just not do shit. He was so disengaged. Going into this season, he was the whipping boy in training camp. Right away by Travis Green. I wouldn't have cared if this guy got waived. And now he's proving so many people wrong, including my dumbass self. I think personally, and I talked about this in October and November, he's just getting better at everything. You notice him more. He's engaged. And maybe that has something to do with the players he's playing with, but we're talking about a power forward, a young power forward. How many times did did we say it? These type of players, they need to play with Two other good players. These wingers who are big, strong, who dominated in junior, and then get to the NHL, and it's like, oh, shit, everyone's the same size, kind of. I'm not the biggest dude anymore, blah, blah, blah. These guys, they have to play with two good players in order to have success. He's proved me so wrong, man. I think he's getting better in all facets of the game. Now, you just read out that fancy stat that I don't really care about yet. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to be better, Trevor. I okay. really am. Okay. I'm trying to be better. Okay. I know I lied about reading that stat shot book. 
over the break. I didn't touch it once. That shit's hard to read. You lied to the listeners, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll find a way to get through it. But for me, right now, I know people are even talking about trading the dude because his value is so high. Is it, though? I don't 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 think so. I don't don't buy buy that that. at all. That's just some Vancouver shit. Yeah. It's... It is what it is. At the end of the day, Jake Vertanen is proving a lot of people wrong, including myself. Yo, I'm, I'm proud of Tambia right now because he give, he wrote it out. Yeah, let's, applause, let's go. Let's give go. this guy a round of applause, Tambia, your boy. This guy got banned from TSN. This guy was chirping hard. Obviously, he was gonna get banned. Did you see the text messages he was no. sending? Yo, they were. I, obviously, what are you thinking, Tambier? Can't be saying that shit. I know you're. I know you're Tambier from Surrey, and you're notorious, and you're a celeb. But come on, man. Chill what? out. What do you say, man? Fill I don't know. I, I, okay, let's... Uh, you keep talking about Jake or Sam Bennett. I see you got a photo right here. Keep talking. Yeah. And I'll pull it out. You know what? Okay, okay. We all get kind of tired of going like, oh, let's see how Nylander and Ehlers are doing. I can't fucking help it, man. Who cares? I, I got to see how they're doing. Who gets tired of that? <laughs> yeah, Only exactly. idiots. I think that's people that just are trying to lie to themselves exactly. about the situation. They're trying to lie to themselves. Okay. Exactly. Well, obviously, like, Nylander's having a pretty good season. He's got 42 points in 49 pretty games. Pretty good. That's pretty great. Ehlers is doing well. 38 points in 51 games. Like, that's a good pace. Uh, both ahead of Vertana for sure. Sam Bennett. I was like, how is this guy doing? How's Sam Bennett doing? Sam Bennett has four goals and six points Holy in 34 shit. games this season. Holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> 18-year-old, man. man. He, he should have stayed. Yeah, he should have stayed 18 forever. <laughs> <laughs> that would have saved his ass. Oh, that would have saved his ass, man. I, oh, man. I, That's Sam, crazy, I, though. I actually enjoy watching Sam Bennett play. I don't watch him a lot, obviously, but anytime he plays the Canucks, he's always been like a little piece of shit. I don't mind having that in my lineup, but obviously at the, the position he got drafted in, yeah, he's got to do way better. Okay, these are the tweets that Tambier from Surrey. Hey, shout out to Surrey. Shout out to Ember Creek. Shout out to Sullivan, right? That's the school you went to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're, we're shouting out to Surrey. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Trevor just looked at the damn screen. He made the weirdest face. Obviously, Tambier deserved to get bad. <laughs> Tambier! What are you doing, Tambier? Holy crap. Holy shit. Okay, so the first text message that he sends. How drunk was this guy? I don't even know, it's bro. It's 12.30 in the afternoon. Oh, this is bad, bro. <laughs> I, I fuck with Moj, man. I think he's a legend in the city. I don't know why what Tambier has against him, but this is how he starts things off, okay? Moj loves cock sauce. Tambier. And he actually tap yeah. Like he fucking makes sure he knows who's texting them. They don't reply. Then he then he says, fuck the leaves. Ran beer. Yo, this guy's still drinking? <laughs> and then he texts the fuck the flames. Yo, obviously you're gonna get banned, bro. You're never getting out of this. I don't even think I, I love Tambier. He's the homie, a nice dude. TSN. TSN, yes, TSN is never unbanning Tambier after this. I, I don't know. I think they might do it. Really? After this? Well, well let's get him on the show. We'll do okay. a little PR control. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get him to good. apologize, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, 100%. We're, we're a couple of nice stand-up dudes. We don't really swear on our program. It'll be what? nice. It'll be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to the Mo. Shout out to Tambier, too. You know, things happen in life, you know? Things happen. Things, things happen. happen. Great, great way of looking at yeah. it, man. Great way. Man, I'm, oh, just, I'm just looking at the rest of this 2014 draft class. Some really interesting results. Yeah, go go in the top it. half. Uh, you know, R- Reinhardt and Nylander, Ehlers—they're all good players. You also have Michael Dalcole and, and the Islanders, who's kind of a bust. Hayden kind of. Flurries hasn't done much at the NHL. Brandon he, Perlini, yeah. Nick Ritchie's had a terrible year. Yeah. You have Julius Honka, who went, who's not even with the Stars right now. Dude, didn't Ritchie get waived recently? Nick Ritchie? I think you're thinking about Brett Ritchie. Did he? He, he got waived, right? Yeah. Waved. Yeah. 
one of these Richies. I always get them confused. Anyways, uh, drafts are always interesting to look at, but uh, some very sporadic results there in the in the top fifteen. Yeah. Anyways, know, right? okay, I'll, I'll go to my last uh, my last Canuck point here. Matt, it's been one year, over a year now since Jacob Markstrom turned the corner. It was yeah. December of what? Now twenty eighteen. Now. Yeah. He's a stud. He's a stud. That's 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 maybe not a new realization. But is Markstrom a necessity for this team? Damn, you know, we're going to get into this on a later episode of Sipping on a 40 with Bondi and Trevor. We'll talk about okay. it right now. But I think he is only because this team is young now and they're going to be young next year, right? How do you know what you have in Thatcher Demko? How can you be so so sure that he can do what Markstrom has done? And let's be real, man. We've seen all the games. Yo, it's good that this team is winning for the city and that April is coming around the corner in games 80, games 81, and game 82. They, they seem to be games that are going to be worth watching, worth being nervous for. Like you'll have that feeling in your stomach because the Canucks may make the playoffs. The biggest reason for that is not because overall this team has gotten great and they've fixed all their holes. No, it's because Jacob Markstrom, bro. There's so many games this season, it's happened last season too, where this guy just stood on his head. A team like this, going into next season, I believe they'll still need goaltending like that. And again, you can't be confident that that Demko can give you that. I know goaltending is such a fucked up position, bro. It is so weird. But based on what Markstrom has done, I think he's he's a Travis Green dude. I've said this I've said this many times throughout the year too. When the games are gonna gonna start mattering, is that a word mattering? No, when no, the games are, are, are going to start to matter. <laughs> yeah, my bad. When the games are going to start to matter, <laughs> which are going to be which is going to be really soon. It's not going to be a split. It's not even going to be a, a 25, 75% thing. We've seen stretches. You were in Australia. This guy would get three or four star- starts. He's a Travis Green dude. Marstrom is going to get nine of every 10 starts, in my opinion, from this point on, because these games wow. matter. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's going to be hard to let go of him. It is going to be hard to let go of him. I, I kind of teased it in uh, one article on Nux Misconic. We did a little, a little, one of our weekly roundtables, and we kind of debated about uh, our stance on Markstrom, what contract he should get, if, uh, if, yeah. if, if you think he should get one. I'm going to go against you on it, man. I don't think he's a necessity, but Fair. maybe I'll save my points. Yeah, for save, save the points. Save the points. When Bonnie's in the studio. Here's the thing, okay? Maybe, maybe for me personally, I've realized that, you know, when you talk. When you talk sports more and you podcast and you put that shit to the to the universe and you put it out there, you're going to be wrong many times, okay? Real talk. You're going to be wrong many times. I've been wrong about Vertan, and I thought this guy was an ultimate bust, ultimate waste of time, never going to find a spot here in Vancouver. It's looking like he's turning the page. And that's, again, that, that to me, months ago, was something that was impossible to do. And now Jacob Markstrom, two years ago, and this is rightfully so. I, I, don't, I don't even feel bad for this. He was so bad. He was so unpredictable. He, he let in so many bad goals, let in early goals all the time, and now he's turned the page. And over the last 12 months, he's been so fun to watch, bro, because this team is bad defensively. Yeah. They're really bad defensively. He's been so fun to watch. He's stealing them games. He's buying this team time. And when you buy a team time that has guys like Hughes on it and Pedersen, there is a chance you'll be able to pick up some dubs. So I don't know, man. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Markstrom fan. He's turned me into believer. Real talk, real talk. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you this. How much does the the age 30 thing matter, you, do you think? It seems like it, he, he could still, definitely still be in the league for a long time to come. Yeah, it, but it, it matters think, to me. It does. Yeah. But I'm thinking I'll be happy with a four-year deal, a five-year deal. 
Ooh. Yeah, not six, seven. Four or five. You're gonna have yo, I'll bro. It's his first time being a a real UFA that and he has some backing. Like he has he has something in the bank to show. He needs to get paid, bro. He really needs to get paid on this on this deal. They're not gonna get this guy cheap. Real talk. He's not taking I, a hometown I, I discount. I completely agree. I'll tell you this right now. I would I'd probably let him walk if if it's more than three years. Okay. I cool. would rather I, pay him like seven million dollars a season. I heard in that, that ballpark. I heard that on that one of your quickies. Yeah. I thought you were a dumbass for that. That's a lot of money, bro. But you think that's but the, the term's worse. Yeah. The term is worse, especially yeah. when you got uh, Pedersen and Hughes coming down the pipe. And you look at some of the older goaltenders right now. A lot of them are bombing, dude. Oh, fuck, man. A lot of them are bombing. is fucked up, bro. That's Goaltending is fucked up, man. Look at some of the goalies that are leading the league right now in, in save percentage. It's it's all young guys, man. It's crazy. Tristan Jari, Darcy Kemper, Ilya <laughs> Samsonov, Elvis Merzlikens. Nice name. Nice Francuz. name. How do you see that guy's name? Elvis Mer- Merlinkus? Mer- is Elvis Merzlikens. Merzlikens. Let's just get to him, man. Okay, so... We'll, He's we'll, killing it, right? We're, yeah, we're going to hold the marks from talking until uh, the next episode of Sippin' on a 40. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the- Canuck talk off the top, man. You know, I'm, I'm not even mad at you for that. We tried doing the whole West Coast bias thing. We tried doing the whole league, blah, blah, blah. But, yo, Trevor just came back to his home, hometown, his home city. You're feeling the love. I like that, man. At the end of the day, silky and filthy, puck talk and bullshit. Puck talk can be a lot of things, man. It yeah. could be at all the NHL. It can be all West Coast. It can be all Canucks. Facts, depends, facts, how facts. I, depends how I feel on the Wednesday, man. Hey, the Canucks are one of the sexiest teams in the league right now. Yeah, they are. They are. Your division leading Canucks. Exactly. I know my comments about that got some people stirred up. It's uh, good times. Nice good to time. be back on Twitter, man. Hey, nice hey, to be hey, back. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I got to say, my other realization going away from the Canucks is Elvis is alive. The king is alive. Hey, yeah, he, eh? he came back. I, what was the thing about Elvis last season? I think there was, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't hockey. I thought it was something like the St. Louis Blues had a worse chance of winning the Stanley Cup than people had of finding Elvis alive. Damn, I think I read something like well, that last year. There's a rumor out there that Elvis is still alive. Oh, that's always fucking rumors that he's alive. Man. Why do celebrities people actually place bets on it? <laughs> like, okay, you know? okay, you know what? It's you, know what? you know what? You know what? You hey, there's a bullshit. <laughs> okay. Can you explain why why so many people believe that when it when a celebrity dies, they don't really die? Are they just buying like a fake identity and moving to an island or something? Like what's going on? Can you explain that to me? Yeah, I, it happens with Tupac. You're telling me it's happening with Elvis. People still believe it to this day that anytime a big name celebrity dies, they don't really die. What are they doing? I think it's two things. I think people, A, yeah, believe they have the money. They can get away with it if they want to. And two people are hardcore fans. They don't want to believe this person that they love is, is actually dead. And that's fine. It's, they don't want to let go it's a of way someone of, they don't even know. Yeah, it's a way of coping with loss of someone Damn, you've never man. met. That's crazy, yo. People get that obsessed. I'm never going to hear the next Elvis song. <laughs> it gets so sad, yo. I've never heard... I've never heard... I've probably heard some Elvis songs, but I don't know the names. You know what I'm saying? How about you ain't nothing but a hound dog? The song's called Hound Dog? Hound dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Yeah, like that. Hey. You want to hear a fun fact? Go ahead. I was Elvis in a play when I was 12 years old. Sick, bro. Yeah, I had to wear this wig that smelled like fish. Oh, like one of those old ones from the oh, fucking... Oh, man. It was disgusting. Oh, man. Damn, man. The theater room in the back. And then I was Ooh. shaking my 12-year-old ass around on stage, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo, I got shot in a play one time. You got shot? Yeah, I was sick. I had a girlfriend at the time, Woo! so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that appealing to the, to the masses. But I, I put her on a performance, yo. Nice, man. Yeah, nice. straight up. I got shot. Shook was in the play, too. Um, yeah, it was during grade, grade 12 year. We just tried doing everything. You know, right on, man. 
I was actually talking to a, a, a person from grade 12. He came in to work today, one of the, the boss's kids. And one message I told him was, you know, enjoy it. And make sure you're, like, you know, friends with everyone. Make sure there's no beef in your grad class, you know? Real talk. All that shit doesn't even matter. So just enjoy the moment. Grade 12 was a good year. Not bad. Yeah, Not good bad, times. Man. Good times. Okay, let's get, back to, uh, let's get back to some hockey talk, yo. Yeah, anyway, so some of the odds that of Ellis being alive are 5,000 to 1. Okay. So maybe it wasn't the St. Louis Blues. I can't remember. Um, Holy I don't have the shit. Blues 5,000 to 1. So you can place a bet? You can't place a bet on people finding Elvis alive. Holy fuck, yo. Yeah, but you're case, never going to find out. In case you really want to spend your money, people, you can do it. What, $10? Why not? Why, why not? Yeah, hey, if you really just want to spend your money on uh, Elvis, why don't you just uh, throw some money towards Silky and Filthy? We'll, we'll show you a good time. Hey, man. I, you know, I bought a $10 smoothie the other day. Wow. But, uh, fancy yo, living. I, no, it was a fucking mistake, yo. They didn't have prices on the, like, on the little fucking, what am I trying to say here? On the little board or whatever, right? The menu, yeah. And I'm assuming, like, you know, seven bucks. Nah, it was ten dollars, and it was just—that's why I've been buying bananas, yo. It's like, yo, <laughs> fuck this shit. I'm, I'm paying ten bucks because this shit has some fucking protein powder, powder, and some a fucking banana. You know how many fucking eight bananas cost me? Two dollars. Why the fuck this smoothie costing ten dollars, man? Yo, get back to hockey talk. I'm getting stressed out, man. Yeah, they have to make money, man. They yeah. have to make money somehow. Anyways, if you're gonna place a bet on Elvis being alive. Just give your money to Kyle so he can get a juicer yeah. for the studio here. Mm-hmm. We'll bring you in. Mm-hmm. We'll have a couple of drinks. You hear It'll that, be ladies? A great time. You hear that, ladies? I'll make some juice too, baby. Oh wow, that's. Uh, I'm not even going to say anything. Okay, okay. I'm just going to move on from yeah, that. So on, many, so on. many things to say. Move on. Uh, yeah, Elvis is alive in Columbus. I, I honestly, I again, not really paying attention to hockey. It kind of surprised <laughs> me to see Columbus back in the playoff picture. You're hilarious. What the hell bro. happened to these guys? <laughs> he legit talked about Elvis so many times, and he kept bringing it in with like an Elvis intro that had nothing to do with hockey. You can't do it. I know. I know his name's Elvis. Dude, his so name is Elvis. Come I know. on. I know, bro. That's awesome. He's got a yo, great name, dude. Yo, one of the best names. And this goaltender, I'm not gonna say his first name because we got we got to talk some hockey. He's doing some crazy things for Columbus right now. Remember, Columbus was supposed to be so 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 bad. And goaltending, such a weird thing, yo. Such well, a weird thing. Well, and I think this isn't. A, it's known around the whole NHL, but it's so funny how Columbus has this great goaltending tandem. Meanwhile, fucking Sergei, <laughs> Sergei Bobrovsky is one of the worst starters in the league. If, if Florida misses the playoffs, it's all on Bobrovsky. Oh, 100%. Because they've been good. Quinville's got that team playing well. They're scoring, scoring a ton of goals. Scoring bingos. Yeah, man, they're crazy. Are they the, not the highest scoring team in the league right now? Well, they have 183 they goals for right now, 163 goals against. Right now, they're pretty hot, though, 8-2. Yeah, give, yeah. give it a scroll, man. Give it a scroll. I think they're the highest scoring team in the league. Last oh, I, can, I, heard. Oh, I can click that button right there. Uh, yeah. you, you actually want to go down oh, right. to like the Western Conference, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, go, down, go down. West Coast bias, man. Come okay, on. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, highest scoring team in the league right now. Wow. Look at that. That's great. That's good for them. Congratulations, Bobrovsky. But yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely just enjoying that big-term deal, that long-term deal with a lot of money in Florida. And nobody knows that he's one of the highest paid athletes in that state. So it's, yeah, that's a, that's a conversation for another day, man. Shout out to fucking Bobrovsky, man. Go get paid. Have fun. Fuck Bobrovsky. Shout out to Elvis <laughs> Merzlikens. Dude, honestly, I couldn't wait for this guy to come in the NHL just because of his name. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Okay, what's he doing? Like, are you surprised? Or do you think he, this can last? Yeah, of course I'm surprised. It's crazy right Is this going one on right of the now? things that, is this a... Is this a one-year thing for a goalie? Remember, goalies are fucking weird. Or, or it might not even be a, one, a goalie to stay. It might not even be a one-year thing. It could be like a one-month thing. Yeah. Look at his record. This guy, what I'm trying to count it up. He didn't. He didn't win until his 11th start. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And in his last 10 starts since he won his first game, he's eight and two. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. I mean, 
with that 955 save percentage. Holy crap. He's, he's on fire, it. man. And this is what happens when you're in net and you're on fire. You, like, for some reason, you can just keep it up. Where's Elaine Shercliffe at, man? I'm sure she's uh, she's loving herself some uh, some CBJ right now. Yeah, we got we got to fucking get her on, man. Yeah. Talk about this shit, yo! Look at all three of their goalies that have played games this year. Look oh. at all their names, yo. Well, the other guy's also Latvian too. Um, Kivlinkis. Yeah, I'm not sure what his first name is because he just started oh, the other day. But Kivlinkis and Corpusalo, oh, that dude. Yeah, this is this is difficult, yo. What a what a stretch of hockey for fucking Elvis, man. Yeah, it's something else. It's something else. Okay, I had one other takeaway that I wanted to talk about, and I mentioned it today on my first quickie briefly, but my fifth realization was that the Golden Knights made their worst move since coming into the league. Some bullshit, bro. I have a Why? theory that Gallant did something. He must have. Like, he pulled the Jim Montgomery or something? No, I don't think it's going down that route where he, like, I think he may have, like, punched someone. <laughs> You know, like, oh, so I don't know. Yeah, so Maybe. he didn't have alcoholism. He yeah. just assaulted somebody. I don't, yeah, I don't that's, know. That's much better. I feel, like he much got better. A, I feel like he got into a fight or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something dude. happened. I Because mean, that I, makes no sense, bro. This guy worked with scraps. He got you to the Stanley Cup final, did the impossible. Then last year, they they should have beat San Jose, and they could have gone, gone on a run. And now this year, yes, have they had a, a miraculous start? No, not really, but they're in the thick of things. They're in the Pacific Division. They're They're still the best team in the division. Let's be real. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down in the metrics. I don't pay attention to the fancy stats, but every single podcast that I've been listening to is telling me that the metrics were in their favor and things were going to turn around. Something had to happen, yo. Real talk. Something had to happen. They have, okay, do you like, I know you like this stat you mentioned on Sipping on a 40. XGF. What's that? Expected goals for. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Yeah, well, it takes into it together a bunch of numbers to predict yeah. how many teams a goal, or how many goals a team should uh, score and allow. Vegas is second in the league. With 54.29%. What happened? He punched someone. He kicked <laughs> someone or something, bro. And, like, I know coaches have been taking heat for that shit. Rightfully so. But but I don't see... <laughs> real talk, I don't see any other reason. Like, what's going on here? Like, What, did, just because Kelly McCrimmon? Is that how you say the guy's name? Yeah. He got the GM job now. That wasn't the coach yeah, he chose. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yep. Maybe he made the change based on that. He wants maybe, his man. Maybe this is one of those things where... Teams look at what St. Louis did last year. Now, St. Louis was in a way different spot. They were one of the worst teams in the league, the worst team in the league, thus making them make a change. Is this something where McCrimmon's just like, yo, this team can be better, and we're going to spark we're gonna spark the change right now, and this may help us win a cup? That is another great point, actually. I don't know, man. Another and, great point. And, and people, you go. people in Vegas are absolutely choked, too, because they hired DeBoer, and they hate him. They fucking hate him. I don't blame them. I mean, he's a bad... I would, no one says he's a bad coach, but he came from a San Jose team that absolutely sucked, and they have talent. And they hate San Jose. <laughs> and this is the first sports team, pro Yeah, sports they hired team. the rival. Like, yeah, it's... in Vegas. They actually invested in this shit. This was, this was a bold decision. Now, obviously, once again, winning in life changes everything. It fixes everything. They, they got to win. Yo, if this team doesn't get to, like, the second round, bro, this is a bad look. A really, really, really bad look. And Gallant, the guy's going to get hired. I think he's a great coach. Oh, I really yeah. do. I mean, even when he got fired in Florida, I think people thought he was going to get hired again. What guy has gotten more fucked around than this guy? In the last, like, decade, I'd say nobody. He gets fired, <laughs> go take a taxi, go take a taxi home or whatever was the case, and now he's, you know, one or two points behind first place, and yes, the team isn't, you know, above 
above the standard in the Pacific, but they're right there. And chances are they can they can reel off like six or seven straight wins based on who they have. I don't know, man. That that was a weird thing that happened. Yeah, something must have happened. Nothing to the extreme of what we've seen happen over the last couple months. It could have been something minor, but something must have happened, yo. This makes no sense. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation. I didn't get it when it happened, and like I, I remember reading about it when I was traveling. It's like Vegas has lost four in a row. And I started to get into the numbers. I'm like, so they're they're still looks like they're playing well. Yeah, exactly. I, oh, I mean, man. I'll, four I'll, in a row after what you did with an expansion team and what you did. And they've, they're they, in oh, the playoffs. Man. They've had like oh, they've had a, like a decent season. They haven't blown the doors off. They haven't been terrible. And it, it looked like that guy bled Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 was part of that city. Ridiculous, yeah. man. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. That shit. Which team does he go to next? How about that's a good question. How, okay, how about the, how about this question? What percentage of the coaches left in the NHL at that moment were scared because they're like, oh, shit, this guy's on the market, and everyone's getting – how many coaches have been fired? I was just trying to count in my head quickly, but it seems like at least like, five or six, no? Fuck, yo. I was going to say six or seven or here. eight or nine, yo. This is ridiculous, bro. So many coaches have been fired. Real talk, yo. Yeah, two, two in the east, and then, I mean, at least two in the west, three in the west. Uh, Fuck, four. Man. Well, nah, Montgomery would make it four in the West. Mike Babcock, Laviolette, DeBoer, Gallant. Those were the four big ones. Well, and, and then, then you had, had John Hines. John Hines in and New then Jersey. Had, and then, um, oh, yeah, sorry, you already mentioned Babcock. So five, I guess you're right. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. And yeah. Gallant, yeah, he's putting the pressure Montgomery, on. Did you say Montgomery? Oh, sorry. Montgomery. Yeah. He got let go. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's six coaches. Damn, that's... <laughs> quite a bit i'm telling you people are scared like coaches are scared right now especially with a guy like gallant available now and let's be real laviolette is available and we know the nhl like they just like to recycle shit babcock is available yo this is crazy this is crazy i'm looking at a few teams in the atlantic division and i wonder if you could go back there and i mean it's kind of lazy to say french guy's gonna go to montreal but montreal has been subpar the Sabres haven't really worked under Ralph Cougar, and Jeff Blashill must be in thin ice in, in Detroit. Yo, how about something like Vancouver? Won. I was just going to ask you the same thing. How exactly. many how many losses until people well, are calling for... Well, how, about we sa- how about we save that for uh, the next episode of Sipping on a 42? All right, let's do we'll it, We'll ask man. a couple let's what-if questions. I like I love the what-ifs, man. All right, all right. Those are, okay, those are my five realizations while I was gone, drinking away in Australia, exploring the land down under. Kyle, do you have one question to ask oh, no, me about No, you gave Australia? me three, bro. I gave you three. Um, we'll, we'll start talking about that shit after the break. Okay. And I also want to talk about this Cassian thing, too. How did he not bring this up? You think it's just overblown and people don't care about it anymore? Because I think it's a it's a pretty big big deal. Yeah, I think it's a big deal. But I'm, I'm glad you're here to bring it up, man. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's run an ad. We're trying to get paid. You're listening to Silky and Filthy. Yo, Trevor is back, baby. Give, 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 give me a break. break. Give, 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 give me a break. break. All right, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. You're on the Nux Misconduct Network. You got four shows. You got this one, Silky and Filthy. You got Sipping on a 40 with Kyle. You got the Quickie with me. And you got Power of the Towel with Nick Bondi. Four great shows. Check them out. See which one tickles your fancy. They're all going to tickle their fancies, yo. Yo, real talk. Yo, you, you get four shows with one swipe. I do believe that. 
the team over here, and there's a big team here doing a good job. It's worth the swipe and tap, yo. I'm excited, yo. It sounds good. It sounds good. And Bondi's been doing some great work, and you're back. We got to kill it, yo. I think the pressure's on. We got to prove it to on. ourselves. You know, I think, I think we got a couple months here to take over the city. Hey, man, there's a lot of great podcasts in the NHL and in the city alone. I mean, it's it's humbling to hear you guys listen to us. We see the numbers. So facts, facts, facts. Just keep it up, man. We're having fun here. Just and I hope follow you're us. Listening. Follow us. That's the thing, yo. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. You give me a follow on anything, I'll just make your life so much better. And I'm getting sexier, too. You I'm are getting, getting sexier. sexier. I'm getting happier. You're, oh, you're, shit. You're, you're, you're getting closer to my level, man. Oh, shit. Real talk, man. Travis is a sexy guy, too. Yeah. Okay. Real talk. I, 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 real don't talk. Got the, I don't got the body, though, man. I just, I'm just relying on my pretty face. That's oh, all. no, no, no. I don't got the body. Man. Oh, come on. Look at these, every, look at these pythons, e- man. Everybody is nice. Oh, that was really nice. You like, that was nice. Yeah, that, was that was a nice, nice. little play on words, yeah. too. Everybody. 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 No, real talk. Real talk. Okay, let's talk about Australia. Okay, my homie is back from Australia. I get three questions to ask the dude. The first one, because I love Hannah so much, how many times did you take her out on a nice nice date? You mean just the two of us? Yeah. We, we were with friends know, pretty know, much the whole I time. Know, I know. <laughs> I don't this know. guy's not going to say once. Are you serious, bro? No, no, you sent me a snap. You were with her alone that one time. It looked like, I don't know if it was a dinner or something. Yeah, I don't know if we want any dates alone. You're a dickhead, yo. You, You're just a dickhead, bro. Here, here's the thing, though. Like, you a dickhead. My my wife and her best friend, like, oh yeah, they're, the they're closer than like me and my wife, okay, and we're cool. pretty damn close. But cool, they cool. they're like the closest best friends I've ever seen. So that's beautiful. You know, when you only see your best friend like for a few weeks out of the year, like it's not about me and her, man. It's about Max. it's about them. So what an answer, bro. Yeah. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> you flipped that. Yo. I'll, I'll tell bro. you right now, though. <laughs> oh yes, Trevor Banks, man. I put him on the spot because I'm telling you, ladies, if I'm taking you down under, real talk, other side of the world, I'm going to make sure I'm going to look up a five-star restaurant. Yo, ladies, I'm being honest, yo. I'm being honest. I'm taking you out. I'm holding your hand. I'm opening the door for you. You know, real talk. We're going out. Other side of the world. I did it in Colombia. I'm going to do it in another place. But Trevor, you just recovered quick styles, bro. I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Good shit, man. In, in fairness, the, the, we went for one fancy dinner on the last night, and, and I covered the bill, and it wasn't uh, cheap. It wasn't cheap. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, man. Of course, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's your girl, man. That's your girl. But yeah, it's funny, man. Even even our last night in Australia, it's like, you no, know, my like Hannah and uh, her friend, like they just want like their little girls night together last cool. night. So awesome. me, me and uh, me and my buddy Jack went on a pub crawl. We're Holy like, fuck it, we gotta get out of the shit, town, man. Dude. Oh my god! Okay, fun next time. question, then. And how much how much fun did you and Jack have? Oh no, fuck you! Okay, how much fun did Jack have on this trip? Yo, Jack is the best person in the world. Real talk. We've talked about him maybe once or twice throughout the history of Silky and Filthy. If you ever have a chance to meet Jack or find a friend like Jack, you are so lucky. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. go back and listen to uh, the episodes that we did in May, yeah, the around, wedding around like the end of May about my wedding, you'll hear some legendary stories about yeah, Jack. Yeah, hundred percent, fucking uh, legend. Yeah, Jack had an, had an awesome time on this trip, man. It's like you know, we're the same. Like we both like a good mix of uh, being out in nature and hiking and mm-hmm. and uh, being outside, and then a good mixture of like going out and partying too, man. 100%. So uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Think. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you one of the funniest things Jack did on the trip. So okay. we're at this we're at this one club. Uh, on on a pub crawl. Um, this is actually with with, with Hannah at, at another point on the trip, and all of a sudden Jack comes to the dance floor and starts dancing with these crutches, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, yeah, I talked to this girl over there. She let me use her crutches. Oh and man! Like, <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, that's a good icebreaker. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Hey, can I use your crutches? Yeah, baby? she probably loved it, yo. Guess wow, so. this guy's so funny. Yo, girls just like that. Uh, man. Just yeah, it was, it was good for a while. Yeah. I'll show you some videos later of him dancing with the crutches. I was, it, it kind of blew, it blew me away. One time I, I danced with the chair at a party. 
Were yeah. you playing musical chairs? No, no, oh, no. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Maybe I was a little lonely, else. drunk. I don't know. <laughs> I guess like oh, the, I guess my buddy wanted to dance with this no, girl. No, but one girl that dance, I saw so. after that, she saw that video, and it actually made her laugh a lot. That broke the ice. Nice, Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's ways to break. There's a lot of ways to break the ice. There's a lot of ways to break the ice. Oh, I got one more question. Okay. About Australia. Did you try Vegemite? No, I tried it before. It's fucking nasty, uh, man. You didn't try it again, though. Like <sighs> Australia, without no. the import, you know? You could have had it No, right no, there. no, because when I tried it before, it, it was at a hostel in Europe. Okay. And then this Aussie girl just talked about how great it was. Ugh. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, I eat I eat almost everything, right? I think I've said this before, but... Yeah, you ate a kangaroo down there? nasty. Oh, you're not allowed to eat kangaroo down there, right? No, oh, yeah, dude, they're... I, yeah, they, they eat kangaroo all the time. Dude, I heard that kangaroos are like squirrels there. There's so many of them out yeah. there. Yeah, there's tons. Aren't you, you scared? Aren't you scared? <laughs> no, Real man. talk, like, are they like like five feet away from me, 10 feet away no, from me? We, we, we actually, this kid, we went to the Australia Zoo, and they don't really have kangaroos in cages. They actually have this big field oh where a bunch of them just hop around. Oh, my God, and you're just walking with them? Yeah, you just go up and like Bro, pet them and shit. Are you serious, yeah, man? It's pretty cool. What the fuck are you talking about? You can just fucking hug a kangaroo. I'm not hugging it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hugging it, but you, if it's chilling and fuck, on the ground, dude. you can just go up and say hello and like give it a little pet. See, when I went to New Zealand a couple years ago, we went up a, a hill and there were just sheep everywhere, which was scary for me. But people are walking around fucking petting these sheep. Not scary. Just again, I'm from North America, the West Coast. We see crows and squirrels, you know, those are just like the normal walking animals. That chill amongst the people, not fucking sheep. And now you're telling me that kangaroos just chill amongst the people, y'all. That scares me. I don't. I don't trust kangaroos, yo. It's funny they may though. kill me, put them in their little sack, and hop away, and then eat me later. Yeah, it's, it's funny though because a lot of Aussies hate kangaroos because they're they're considered pests. Like mm-hmm. most Aussies I talk to hate them. Like raccoons. That's yeah, what I heard like, too. Yeah, exactly. Are you fuck, yo, man? I saw some raccoons the other day. Scared the shit out of me, man. Maybe I'm, <laughs> yo, I should be saying this shit. I'm trying to, you know, make myself the, the love guru in 2020. I have to be a strong man. The love guru. Not, not just a sexy man. I got to be a strong man. Yo, what happened? Didn't, okay, so I listened to one of our last episodes yeah. uh, when I came back oh, just shit. to catch up. And, okay. Uh, you're, you're, I remember, you're going on, are you going on a Celebi streak until the Canucks win the cup? Yeah. You didn't say uh, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, did I say that? I said, I said, if the Canucks don't win a cup by 2030, the end of this decade, you're getting, I'm you're getting, getting an arranged, arranged marriage. marriage. And okay. then you shifted it and said a celibacy, celibacy streak. Yo, I had a friend that was like, yo, I've been trying out this uh, celibacy thing and it's working for me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yo. What the I, fuck do you mean it's is, working? Is, is that, no, I don't care. Like, whatever. Some people do it for the uh, spiritual reasons and, and that's cool. You got to do what you got to do. But but half the time people tell me that shit, I'm just, I'm just thinking that they just have a, a hard time admitting that they haven't gone late in a while. Like, I can admit it. I haven't gone late in a while. I'm not going celibate, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm just taking the L. It is what it is. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. It is enough. what it is, but yeah. 2020 is a little different. It's not about, again, it's not about being getting laid. Real talk, I'm telling you. I, I'm a seven-date, what's the thing? Seven-date rule, right? Yeah, you're se- yeah, your seven-date rule, yeah. Seven-date rule, okay? You can't you can't sleep with me unless we had seven dates. Yeah, man, you ain't no hoe. There you go. Look at that. Okay. You heard it here on Silky and Filthy. Kyle Bowen ain't no hoe. Trevor Bags is back from Australia. I'm loving it. it. It's fun times. Now, Trevor, he went over five things that that he learned about the NHL during his little break. And he didn't bring up the Zach Kaskian. I was going to say Keith Kachuk. Well, what's, the, what, what's there to learn? Kachuk's being uh, a, a turtle. Well, I you mean, didn't talk about it. I, I want to talk about it with you. You know, <laughs> they, let's go Let's go back and forth. I, I, think okay, I, okay. I think I may have lost a YouTube clip here somehow, some way, because we searched up Tyler the Creator. But anyways, Zach Kaskian, 
Matthew Kachuk. Oh, is it is it there? Oh, no, I don't know. I was trying to press the back button. You know? man, oh, fuck no, the fuck work. the doesn't back work. button, yo. Doesn't fuck work. the back button. Who cares, man? It All is right. what it is. Everyone's heard it. Everyone's seen it. Zach Cassian, he gets nailed twice. Blown up in vulnerable situations by Matthew Kachuk. And Kachuk, great player. One of my favorite players in the league right now. I'll admit it. Real talk. Man, I'm a sucker for dudes like Brad Marchand and Matthew Kachuk. They just make things fun. And since... Since Marchand has kind of cooled down, maybe he's getting a bit a bit older and some people age different, and now he realized that, yo, maybe I shouldn't be a piece of shit. You know, I'm 30, 31, 32. Those times are over. Matthew Kachuk is doing his thing, always pissing people off, blows up Cassian a couple times. After the second time, Cassian just, just erupts and starts beating yeah, the fuck was, out of him. Real talk. And yeah. nobody really did anything. Kachuk turtled. Yo, Cassian was drilling him. Yeah. He jumped him. Jumped him. Good. And he got suspended for two games. Now, Kachuk, some may say that those hits were somewhat dirty. I, I kind of like the hits. I didn't have a real, real big problem with it. Maybe yeah, I don't, I'm a I Kachuk don't know, fan and don't really care. but I, I don't really think they were that dirty, to be honest. Yeah, real talk. And that's it was more the fact that he took a clear run at a guy a couple times. Yeah. It was, it was questionable. I don't know if it was really dirty. Real talk. But he didn't stand up for himself. You know, if you're going to make those runs, I think it's that's the way we've seen hockey play. Exactly. It is what it is. the past 60, 70, 80 years. It is what it is. These are hockey players. Now, Cassian, he got interviewed after the game and I think after the suspension also. And he was asked about facing the suspension, if, if he would do it again, blah, blah, blah. And he said he would. Yeah, he said course. nothing would change. Yeah, good. And how he's excited to be in the same division as Matthew Kachuk. Now, he's not threatening him. But, but Cassian's an old-school type of guy. He knows that these two will play each other again. And Cassian, he's pretty much asking Kachuk to fight him. It's a pay-per-view event. And after this suspension, that's over pretty much. It's over now. Yeah, it's over. The first game is against, it's against the Flames. The first two games is against the Flames. Back-to-back. Oh, yeah. back. So you can only imagine. I could see this happening. Okay, I'm calling this. Kachuk doesn't fight him in the first game. And shit just boils over. That game is intense. Nobody drops the gloves with Cassian. It just shit's happening. Hopefully nobody gets hurt, but it's just some old school hockey. And then that second leg of the back to back, they finally scrap it out. Oh, Kachuk seems go. like a troll. Kachuk seems like he seems like a troll. He's loving this. Cassian's loving this. Cassian said many times that this is good for the game. And people now in 2020, some people don't even want to touch the fighting thing. They don't want to touch the head in, head injury thing, which I get. I get why people think like that. But people do need to remember that these are hockey players, and it's 2020. They know the risks, don't they? And they're signing up for this shit. And now they're hyping this shit up. I don't think this is a detriment to the world of hockey. I really don't. It's part a detriment. Of, no, it's no. It's, some people are probably like, "Yo, this is this is goon hockey." You know, this should this should have been this is outdated. This is not right for 2020 culture. But it's hockey. And again, these guys know the consequences now. It's not it's not 2008. It's not 2006. It's not 1995. It's 2020. There's been movies. There's been there's been what? There's been people getting sued for this shit. The NHL's been sued for this stuff. There's been documentaries. They know, they know what they're they're signing up for. It is what it is. I don't I don't think it's a bad thing for hockey. It's it may get ugly, but it's it's in the culture. It it, it is part of the sport, yo. It really is. Yeah, rivalries are so much fun. It's again, it's all about entertainment. And one fights the, are still fun. One of the re- yeah, they are. I agree. <laughs> yo, they are. Fights in the right scenario, again, stage fights are, pretty, right much gone, scenario. are yeah. pretty much gone from the game now, but there is a place for fighting in hockey. I yeah. completely believe that. And you ask anyone who's played the game, and they're going to agree with you. It's a way to police the game. And you're right, there's an entertainment factor to it. I'm going to put it in the, in the bigger context. 
You know, there's obviously more of a spotlight on concussions now, and so there should be. But you want to know why football is still the most popular sport in America? Aggressiveness. It's aggressive and inherently violent. Yeah. And people like it. Dude, I, Whether you want to admit it or not. People, MMA. People love MMA. People this love guys blood. guys the crap out of each other. People love blood. Yeah, that's the way it goes. I, you know what? There's, it, it is a, it is a fine line, I guess, but it is a fine line. But it is what it is. Yo, human, most people who watch hockey are not going to be that insensitive to violence. Because it, it is a violent sport, fighting or no fighting. I, okay, I wouldn't say most people, but I do believe that there are some people out there who, you know, have the strongest voices because they never shut up on Twitter and stuff like that. They're against this shit. They really are, and it's it's like, yo, <laughs> if they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. It's still in the rules, and they're hockey players, and <laughs> it's fucking twenty twenty. They know what they're signing up for. Like it's, I'm gonna be watching. Hell yeah! Well, I can't wait for next <laughs> yo, Wednesday. So I'm ne- gonna be watching, yo. So we record Silky and Filthy on oh, Wednesday Oh, bro, we're nights. watching that game together. Ne- next Wednesday, you have Canucks and Sharks. Yo, maybe we should whatever. do like a. We should like react to it live. Just film it like when it happens. Cause I'm it, cool, man. I'm cool with that. And the game's gonna be good too. We're talking about two teams that have the same amount of points. I, I believe. Do they? Like they're oh, all right now. They do. Yeah. yeah. The playoff race is fucking tight. Yo, Matthew Kachuk is so is so funny, bro. He, the only thing that he pretty much said was like, "Yo, keep your head up. I'm gonna blow you up. And if you want to punch me in the face and take a penalty, we're gonna go score a goal, which they did and win the game. And those are those are a couple important points. Like, let's be real. Yeah, they were. Those points fucking mattered. I feel it's like part of the game. This is what separates our game. Like one thing that separates our game from the other games. Like real talk. And Cassian's been saying, and maybe I'm, I'm mentioning Cassian too many times because he's not the biggest player in the world. Like he really isn't. But this goes to show you, like he does this one thing and a guy who's a second line player, third line player becomes the most popular player in the sport. There's such a fucking empty spot there. Like Anyone can really get it sometimes in the NHL. It's it's the NHL... <laughs> It, it kind of needs this. Yeah, it does. We I think there needs to be more rivalries in general, yeah. especially with the way parity's gone. Like, I think Washington-Pittsburgh is still probably the best rivalry in hockey. Um, but in terms of rivalries that are mean and fierce and nasty, yeah. they don't really exist anymore. Even Boston-Toronto, like, they've been in the playoffs together a couple times now. But even that doesn't really have that nastiness to it. Like, it'd be nice to see hockey that's got, got some meanness and some nastiness. I guess 100%. The point I'm now, now, there is this book that I read that, at the time, and and it's still, there is a there still is a stain on me based on what I read in that book. It was called it was called Game Changer, Game Change by Ken Dryden, and it it revolved around Steve Mont- Montador and his his brain and his suicide, and it was tragic. It was such a sad read. It really was, mm-hmm. and it somewhat did shift my opinion on these things like head injuries and fights and, and the rest of it. But like I said, these players, they know about it. Yeah. Like they're educated now. So we can't be surprised when and I, I don't even want us to be mad. Like they, they know what they're signing up for. They know the risks. Yeah. They know the risks. Cassian said he would do it again. Kachuk pretty much said the same thing. He would blow him up twice again. It's the sport that they're playing. It's the occupation that they're playing. There's risk in a lot of things. It, it's hockey. But do you think it's okay that Chuck Takes runs at guys, but then doesn't say like fight because that's he wants to protect his head. Yeah, see, that's should, that's, he, should he have to fight? I mean, my mentality is a guy who's you know played hockey and watched hockey all my life. I feel like he should. Maybe I'm. Maybe I I'm think a to protect school. himself and other players, <laughs> it's crazy. We're talking about hockey. We're not even talking about MMA. You know, we're not talking yeah. about no WWE tag team championship to protect himself and the other players on his team. 
Because now, look, Lucic is going to have to fight for him. Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh yeah, Milan Lucic. I forgot about yeah, that guy. Exactly. He's playing. Oh yeah, yeah. he should. He should have done it, man. He should have. He should have fought. Fought him. It would have. That actually be a crazy. If fight. he fought him, <laughs> if he fought him, if Kachuk fought him, like we wouldn't be talking so much about these two, these next two games, and it, like potentially it's like something's crazy is gonna happen. I hope that nobody gets hurt. I hope it's all clean. You know, people get blown up. It's gonna happen. It's all clean. Some fights happen. Nobody really gets hurt. I hope that happens, but. Kachuk really left the door open for a lot of things to happen. What do you think's gonna happen? You're right. I, I think so. I don't think Kachuk's gonna fight. I think he's made it abundantly clear. But yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. You're right. I think maybe. Uh, but does Cassie really want to fight Lucic? Is that gonna happen? They were just teammates. Well, no, but they talked. He talked about it on the uh, Juice podcast, Cass and Juice podcast. Like he even mentioned Lucic's name. Like it's yeah. probably probably gonna be Lucic. Right. And it's just part of the code. And I don't. I don't the really. Code. I don't. I don't really fuck with that. I think it should be Kachuk. It would yeah. fit the story better, and like it's not Lucci just fight to have, yeah. but it is what it is. I I don't know, man. I think I, I fuck with Kachuk. He's great for the league, and he's an unbelievable player. He really is. He's he's the closest thing to Brad Marchand, and he's he's able to put up 85, 90 points. He's that good. I think he will fight though, man. I think he he is he's a proud member of the Calgary Flames. Seems like that team is close, especially at the top of the core. It would mean a lot if he did it. You know, it really would. It, yeah. it could it could kind of like shift their season. It Maybe. could be a moment like that. They could use it, man. I mean, fun fact, Milan Lucic is outscoring Sam Bennett. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> yo. That's crazy. Um, it's going to be fun watching that game in the studio next week with you, man. Oh, it Oilers, is. It's Flames, Canucks, Sharks. Let's fucking do it, man. It's going to be fun. Canucks, Sharks. Sharks suck, yo. <laughs> Sharks are so it's bad, gonna Canucks, It's going to be a Canuck win, though, right? It's, it has to be, you think. Yo, <laughs> The, the Sharks are such an embarrassment. The way they play, I feel like they've given up already. Oh, they, they have they've given, given up, up man. and it's a damn shame. It really is. I mean, I, they lost Couture. I mean, that they, hurts. they can't let this happen next year. They really can't. I really fuck with the fan base in San Jose. They care about hockey so much. They've they've cared about it since the mid nineties. They've had good teams for a long time. Based on their salary cap situation, I really hope that they don't go go really really downhill. I really don't. I think they t- they should bounce back next year. I feel like they're no. I, I almost want to say they're they're too good to go that far down hill, but man, they're right at the bottom of the standings right now. Dude, you should have seen that. I'm not game. sure what the way out is. You should have seen that game against the Canucks last week, bro. They sucked. Yeah, they didn't even want to play. Yeah, they're tuned it looked, out. It looked pretty bad. They're so bad. Man, oh man, it's gonna be a fun time next Wednesday. Okay, I got one more thing I want to talk about before we wrap up the episode here on Silky and Filthy. Go. Damn, it's good to be back with you. I know, I know. Oh, man. Do you think we should? Um, let's run one more ad. Okay, I got a big credit card bill to pay off. <laughs> I gotta support the wife, support the family. Okay, you know? okay, okay. We're like running it. the ad. We'll be okay. back on the other side here on Silky and Filthy. Give, 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 give me a break. break. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Silky and Filthy. Wow. Here in Burnaby, British Columbia. Okay. I like I it. I just came from the land down under. Okay. Did not try any Vegemite. Okay. I drank a few beers. Okay. And now I'm back in Canada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I butchered that, man. It's fun, it's fun making fun of Australians, though. There's a lot of back and forth. Australians yeah. are good-natured. Were they fucking with your accent, too? Like, making fun of it as well? Oh, yeah. And here's the thing what happens... 
<laughs> I've heard I, people who listen to the show have called me out on it. Actually, I don't realize how much I say a, but apparently I'm the most like stereotypical Canadian, and I you drop are, a's you all are. the time. You are straight like, up, and I don't really think about it when I'm in Canada because no one no one says shit. But as soon as I go traveling, it's like every five minutes someone's like, "Oh, you said a." Oh. <laughs> That's a big thing, right? Like, come you on, you fucking man. Canadian. Was that good? That was not bad. You I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it was. No, it wasn't bad. It sounded good to me. I uh, have I have a lot no of Australian critic. people in my life. Yeah, you were saying about. that. Sorry, yeah. to, sorry to visit your family, man. Oh yeah, you should have, man. Come on, man. Whereabouts the they live? Indians in? out there? I don't even know. I've never been out there. <laughs> Real talk. But even uh, my uncle, Caucasian uncle. Yes, a Indian has a Caucasian uncle. Shit's beautiful out here in Canada. Wow. He has beautiful. a lot of family out there too, and uh, man, his parents are the they're the they're the nicest people ever, yo. Real talk. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. We also had an Australian dude come in here. Uh, he's producing a, a basketball podcast. Nice, he's fucking man. sick. Right he's on. really talented, man. And it's his voice, man. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. With the sarcasm. I love that accent. That's actually one thing I noticed out in Australia is so many Aussies are wearing basketball jerseys. There are a ton of basketball jerseys down they there. They love it. Yeah. They love it. Yo, you know what? You just gave me a great idea. We, we got to run ads. Or that program that we're running out of the Posted Up Studios in Australia. Like, we should cater to Australia. Real yeah, tough. No, they love their basketball. They love man. it. A lot of tall people down there, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Fair uh-huh. amount. I mean, it's, it's similar to here, to be honest. Oh, is it? Is it? But maybe they're, like, a bit taller, you know? Is it? I'm biased because, like, most of the Aussies that I've met before going to Australia are just in the ski towns in BC. Like, Aussies love Whistler. They love Why uh, is Big that? White. Why is that? I, I think, I don't know, man. Like, a lot of Aussies I've met are just adventurous, you know, kind of adrenaline junkies and... I, I, that's all I really got to explain it, man. They make a lot of money, and like it's 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 easy for them to travel, right? It's easy to make money over there. Facts. And when Facts. you make a lot of money, it's easier to travel. So adrenaline that's kind of my... junkies. Yeah, that's true. I guess you could say that. Australians, they they live wild sometimes, yo. And Whistler, a wild place. I've I've had some good times out there. Yeah. Haven't been in a while. Do you have any good stories from Whistler? Uh, Sounds like you partied out there a couple times. Yeah. Have you? Did you ever come with us? No, nothing, not, not with you, no, no. Oh, bro, I have, dude. Holy shit, you just made me think of this one story, yo. So bad, it's so bad. Oh, man. Is it podcast I, worthy? Come on, you're ready to spit it <laughs> out, man. Just say it. Give the listeners some goods. Okay, so we're in the lineup to get into Foggy Dews, I believe. Yeah, it was Foggy Dews. And my cousin, he was so drunk, he couldn't get in, right? So we had to we had to walk him back, and it was it was my birthday weekend. It was my birthday weekend. I was with my girlfriend at the time, and she was so pissed off that I chose to go back with my cousin because that's my brother, you know? I'm a loyal guy, especially to my brothers. And this guy's blood. So I walk him back, and I spend the night with him too because he, he's not from here. He doesn't really know many people. He was from Calgary. I take him back to the hotel, and my girlfriend, once again at the time, she came with me, and she was pissed off, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, we put the cousin to sleep, and then we have our own little party, you know, our own little party. Go to the bedroom. Things are happening. Very nice. One thing leads to another. Very More nice. things are happening. All right. And I puke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, man. I puke at the worst part. Legit, bro. <sighs> like the worst part. You can only imagine where, <laughs> what part I puked. You had me thinking of a story. <laughs> yo, you had, you, you yo, had bro, me thinking of a story. It was now. so bad, bro. Oh, it was so bad. I, I was so drunk. I don't even know how I got this drunk. I didn't even get into the club. I guess we partied more in the room. Right, right. Sometimes that happens. I, You're not dancing as much or whatever. I, there you go. That's yeah. the thing, yo. I, I know for sure. I know for sure that's it. That's it. I didn't sweat it out. Anyways, I'm so drunk. I'm talking blackout drunk. 
People are partying in the room after. I'm just in the room in my fuck. I think I'm naked at this point. Because, yeah. Like, I'm so fucked I can't even move, you know? I keep waking up, like, every hour. And shit's always happening. People checking up on me. One person was giving me, like, helping me take a shower. Like, wash off all the puke. And there was this other instance where a fucking dog was in there. A random dog that my friend my friends found in Whistler. They brought him into our room. A golden retriever. It was such a, yo, crazy story. Shout out to the Tantalus, yo. Holy crap, man. That's yeah. uh, that's a crazy time. I mean, you made me think of one story there, but I think, I think it's too bad. I think it's too dirty for this podcast. And I got a pretty dirty mouth. Well, was that story? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I kept it. I kept just it open. About, yeah, just just about puking at like a bad time, you yeah. know. But uh, I think yeah, yeah. I think I should probably <laughs> I should probably skip that one. Hey, had, man, silky and filthy, baby. Yeah, let's just talk about a lot of booze, a little bit of sixty nine and a blackout. Let's just put whoa, it at that right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, well, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, speaking of dirty stories, man, let's end the episode on a little beauty of the week. The first beauty of the week this year. Okay. Oh, wait, now? Oh, you know, yeah, we're gonna roll it right now, man. Let's right end now. the episode on beauty of the week. Okay. Professional, unprecedented, and most recently, unconscionable. All right, this is the first edition of Beauty of the Week this year here on Silky and Filthy. Always a good way to end the episode. But I got to be honest with you, this didn't happen last week, but fuck it, man. It's my first time back in Canada in a little bit, so I'm just going to roll with the story anyways. You guys might have heard about it. It happened during the Christmas holidays with Anthony Bolivier of the New York Islanders. <laughs> this guy, yeah, this guy, I don't even know if I wanted to give him Beauty of the Week, but he took a shot with Anna Kendrick. That in itself deserves a Beauty of the Week, but yeah. he just said hi and tagged her on Twitter. Kind of, Kind of soft. A little like baby shit soft, in my opinion. Like it could. No, it's just subtle, bro. Is this subtle? Oh, yes, man. because this guy has the blue check mark. He's a hockey player. Yo, he can he can he can afford to do these subtle things with a big name celeb, and I think it's still kind of cool. Okay, all right. You know, because right. he doesn't like necessarily speaking, he doesn't need to do this. It, he, how how badly does he really need Anna Kendrick? You know, like so he's just throwing a little right. subtle shot. You know, boom boom. Okay, fair enough. I don't right. mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah, okay, I, I, I see, see your what logic. he was doing. Less is more. I've been in a, re- a relationship for a long yeah, time. You know, maybe it. I'm just out of the game. Yeah, I don't get you're it. Out of it. Not not the way I I'd play things. But, and I'm just uh, That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a celibate guy says. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Anyways, man, I think it was the responses after the fact that just had me howling with laughter. And again, I wasn't in the country, so I just learned about this a couple days ago. But um, some of the responses, everyone was just trying to pump his tires just to get him some attention. Uh, One guy says, hey, man, thanks for letting me use your gear during that fundraiser you held for the animal (laughs) shelter to save puppies. What bros? (laughs) And this is coming from that legendary Twitter account, Danny Allstar 15. And he said, following, following it up with a reference to Bolivier's large cup. Wow. Here we go. Your cup was way too big, but other than that, everything worked fine. <laughs> uh, that was a be- that oh, was the that best was a, one. That so, was a good one. That someone said, one. "Thanks for performing open heart, open heart. Thanks for performing open heart surgery on me, man." <laughs> yo, people so just good. have this dude's back, man. That's that's awesome. He has fans, yo. That's hey, cool. Man. It's awesome, man. And then and again, this other guy said he dogs out for an entire animal shelter that week, a real one for sure. Too many you good got, You got to use man. the dog card. I always use the dog card. Yeah, I, the dogs and the big dicks. I mean, of course, that's <laughs> what's going to work, right? Yo, the dog card, I, yo, that's the only card I have. <laughs> so, bro, I, I've seen that Hinge commercial as well. And, 
Yeah, they, they use the whole dog thing too. Like, oh, you can come over tomorrow and see my dog, and the commercial just ends. <laughs> it's like one of those things that <laughs> homies with dogs do. Oh my it's god, it's a little man. guard, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was pre- it was pretty funny. Anyways, I wasn't sure if I wanted to give him Beauty of the Week because of uh, but you did, <laughs> but I did. I, I I liked it. It was good for the laughs. There were some good replies there. Um, man, you just you got, you got to have uh, got to give the guy some credit for taking a shot. And then of course Anna Kendrick replied. Yeah, these replies have been my entertainment for the last two days. Uh, Thank got, you all for regaling me with the true tales of this man's heroism. Wow, I think he got subtly friend zoned. <laughs> I mean, I looked at. I was like, how old is Anna Kendrick? Because I know she's. Like tiny and looks young, <laughs> but like Anthony Bolivia is twenty two and Andrew Kendrick is thirty four. Oh no way! She's yeah. thirty four. She's aging well. Oh, of course, man. Yeah. Of course, she's no, a she, beauty. No, she, yo, she's a babe. Yeah, oh, she, like something unique about her. She's an absolute babe. Yeah, no, I wasn't bad at all. Like, if I was with her, she would just make me laugh all the time, and I I just feel so warm inside, you know. <laughs> Straight up. Oh man. Straight up, yo. Not Great bad, times, not yo. Bad. Yo, there was a. There was a moment this week where I felt really lonely. Getting a little intimate here. Oh, it's after the Packers loss. And you know what I told the homie? The homie was here. And I was just feeling a certain way. And I was like, yo, this is the first time in a long time where I just wish I had a girl. What was it? What and, was the song that you played after the loss? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of sad music. Feel No Ways by Drake. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a good choice, man. I tried with you. There's more to life than getting. Oh, what? There's more to life than sleeping and getting high with you. Hey, I had to let go of us to show myself what I could do. Hey, that's a great song. But and that, that just, just didn't sit right with you. Hey, hey. <laughs> you got me singing Drake, hey, man. Let's get yeah. off this show. Okay, let's I'm sorry you don't have a here. girl. I'm sure your celibacy. Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's no, all your good. celibacy streak won't last that much longer. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to end it sometime oh, soon. Oh, bad. Maybe I don't want to end it. Until that, I that's cool, one. too, man. That's cool, too. It's gonna fact. take a while, like I said, yo. Like I gotta find a girl that ain't gotta take her on seven romantic dates. Yeah, seven dates. Seven Not dates. Bad. You know, <laughs> seven fucking dates. Let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle's gotta go. He's gotta go on seven dates. Yeah. I gotta go sleep and catch up on this jet lag. Enough of the rock star. I'm getting out of here. Thanks for listening to Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Banks. He's Kyle Bowen. More shows coming up on the Nuxmas Connect Network before our next episode of Silky and Filthy. So keep tuning in. We love you guys and gals. Take it easy. Peace. Give, 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 give me a break.